We are Gateway Chapel, where we build your world by His Word. We stand for fun, friendship, fellowship, and family. You are listening to a Pastor Eddie message. Amen. Praise the Lord. Can we please appreciate our drama team? Amen. You know, I was um, really, really, really moved by that piece of um, that sketch. We just um, watched a few minutes ago, and I, and my prayer is that there is, we don't have people like that in this church. I, I wish I can say that, but I don't, I don't know. But I just want to encourage us um, to look at the spirit of, of today. Um, Matthew chapter five, 7, verse 1 to 5 says, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. Do not judge. We come from different backgrounds, different um, culture, different countries, and, and we need to be patient with one another, like I said earlier. We need to make the sacrifice for one another. We need to sacrifice for one another. Do not judge. We are all also at different levels. You know, Paul said something. He said, when I was a child, I talked like a child, and I did childish things. So there will always be people in our midst who do childish, childish things spiritually. But your responsibility is to encourage and to empower someone spiritually and not to judge or criticize them. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Do not judge or criticize them. I made up my mind many years ago, 16 years ago, that I, will, I refuse for anybody to colonize me. What that means is that nobody will put me in a box and say, oh, this is pastor, nobody should go near him. All right, I am for everybody and everybody, I am for everybody and I'm for anybody, amen? So that's the kind of heart I want us to have as a church. Do not judge. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. It says, why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eyes? Matthew 7, verse 1 to 5. All right? You've got a huge plank in your eyes, but you want to remove the speck in your brother's eyes, you know? So do not judge. Do not judge anyone. Do not judge people by where they come from. Do not judge people by how they speak. Do not judge people by what they drive, where they live, what they wear. Do not judge people by what income they, what income, um, uh, what they earn. Do not judge. And the Bible warns us as a church. And he says, listen, if you judge... He says that same measure, that same measure will be given back to you. And there are so many people today who are suffering, who are suffering in their places of work because they've judged someone else, judged someone on Sunday, and on Monday they face their own judgment. You see, the scriptures cannot be broken. It says, listen, it is, it says, with the measures you use, it will be measured to you. And there are so many people at work. On Monday at work, their bosses don't like them. Because they have, been, they have been judgmental on Sunday to a fellow brother, and, in, and on Monday, God will be waiting for them. So do not judge. Matthew 7, 1 to 5. Again, we also, we also read um, in John chapter 8, verse 1 to 8. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. At dawn, he appeared again in the temple courts, where all the people gathered around him, and he sat down to teach them. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees brought in a woman caught in adultery. They made her stand before the group and said to Jesus, 
Teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. In law of Moses, and the, in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. Now, what do you say? They were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him because they know that Jesus loves everybody. But Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. When they kept on questioning him, he strained up and said to them, let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he stooped, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And the Bible says gradually, one of them, one by one, they left the woman alone. Do not judge. When your brother falls into error, surround them with love. Do not be the first to criticize. Do not be, that's not the body of Christ. Don't be the first to criticize. Don't be the first to judge. And when we talk about judgment, it's not just about sin. Sometimes we are very, we are very arrogant about what we know. You know, you just, you know one little scripture that you spent 20 years to memorize and then all of a sudden you become a spiritual terrorist. You know, <laughs> you know people like that. Or you take, it's taking you a lifetime to master one act of prayer. All of a sudden, everybody's a sinner and nobody can pray. Man, cut some people, cut yourself some slack. All right, do not judge. Listen very carefully. There's no such thing as a perfect church. There's no such thing as a perfect church. We are not a perfect church, right? If we were perfect, well, now that you are here, we are imperfect. Okay, so what? be patient with one another and do not judge. Be welcoming. It says, do good to all men, the Bible says. It says, especially those in the household of faith. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. James 4, verse 11 and 12. It says, brothers and sisters. Come on, say brothers and sisters. Come on, tap your neighbor. Say, my brother. Aha, this exactly. It says, do not slander one another. Yeah? It says, do not speak evil of one another, brethren. That's okay. I didn't say you repeat after me. <laughs> do not speak evil of one another. Yeah? Don't speak evil. Don't speak evil. Every time you have to speak about a third party who is not there, you are being evil. Or every time you have to speak negatively about a third party who is not there, you're being evil. All right? It says, do not slander. Do not speak evil of one another. He who speaks evil of a brother and judges his brother speaks evil of the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are, a, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. Don't judge your brother. Do not judge your brother. Don't speak evil of someone. Because you yourself, you are not perfect. Don't speak evil. Don't say anything negative about someone. Because you don't know where they are coming from. You don't know where they are coming from. You know, something happened that... Uh, uh, I touched my heart many, many years ago, and this individual has left the church now. I stood at the church gate, and as people were coming in, this individual said, oh, Pastor Eddie won't like that. Pastor Eddie won't like that. Pastor Eddie won't like the, how long your skirt is. Pastor Eddie won't like, sure like how, how short your skirt is. Pastor Eddie won't like how low your blouse is. Pastor Eddie. And I've never had a, any conversation of such with this individual. Never believe what people tell you about your church. I always tell, tell people, I say, listen, if you don't know, 
come and ask me. It's your church. I'm as your pastor like any other. Does that make sense? So don't judge people because they are, they are, they are on a journey. And the guys you saw in the characters you saw coming from the ninth club to church, God has, while they were on that dance floor doing shaku shaku, God was ministering to them. <laughs> God was ministering to them. And from there they said, like, you know what, let's go to church. You could, be, you could be looking, you could be looking at a future evangelist, you could be looking at a future prophet. You are not deputy Jesus. Allow people be. And you yourself, you are a, you are a chief sinner. Does that make sense? Praise the Lord. Do not judge anyone. Will I allow God do what he wants to do in the life of, in the life of, you know, I, when, this, so this is my own personal story. When I got, when I got born again, I was judged. I was judged. What was the judgment? They said I had jerry coils. And they judged me based on my, they judged me based on the drips of my hair. My, can you imagine that? And they said, certainly. I mean, when we were in uni, I mean, they were harassing pastor. But I said, oh, you are going out with a, with a non-Christian. They were going out with an unbeliever. That guy can't possibly be saved. God cannot possibly use that guy. Look at the way he's dressed, right? I mean, who, 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 goes, who goes around with dripping Jericho's? But look at today. That was my book. <laughs> Not for if not if not that this hair has fallen off, I will see how my Jerry calls today. <laughs> don't judge anybody. You are not Jesus. You don't know where they are going to. God is right there on the dance floor in that club. The Holy Spirit is already at work, and then you, with your egocentric mindset, judgmental mindset, you terminate what God is doing and send it back to hell. Allow them come. Allow them come. Paul said, "When I was a, he said, when I was a, a child, I spoke like a child and I did childish things." Allow people grow. Be grateful that in the kingdom of God, the word of God is the one that changes. The word of God is the one that grows, and you are not the custodian of revelation. And there are some people you can never reach. And there's, there's something called the Ministry of Identification. There are some people you, there are somewhere we can never reach them. But so God is in the business of recruiting his evangelists because he wants to populate his church. So do not interrupt what God is doing. Praise the Lord. Romans 14 verse 1. He says, accept, accept the one whose faith is weak. Romans 14 verse 1. Bring it up quickly. He says, receive one who is weak in the faith, but not to dispute, not to dispute over doubtful things. Now, he said, receive one who is weak in faith. If you find a brother who is weak in faith, you support him, you support her. That's what Christians do. But at least you should be grateful they are in faith. One year from now, they, will, they, they may change. Two years from now, they may change. Ten years from now, they may change. But that progress is not down to you. It's down to the Holy Spirit who is working with this individual. So allow people be. Allow people be. Now, bring up that scripture once again. I love, I love the last part. 
It says, but do not, do not dispute over doubtful things. That is stupid arguments. Some people just like useless arguments, useless conversation that has no bearing to anybody. Don't be arguing. So did Adam marry his sister? Seriously? What has that got to do with you? Do you understand who just cause argument? So, so he said, avoid doubtful things. Keep it simple. And that's one of the basis of this church. Keep it simple. Keep it simple so children can understand. Keep it simple so teenagers can understand. Keep it simple so young people can understand. Keep it simple. Don't complicate things. He says, he said, without quarreling over disputable matters. Disputable matters. Some people have degrees on disputable matters. Do you understand what I'm saying? Eh? So I remember many years ago, I said, uh, just my small comment, I said, oh, um, it, was, it was in, um, I asked someone, who, so what are you preaching about, right? And the person said, oh, wow, it's a student's community. And the person said, oh, yeah, I have this revelation from Jesus. So I'm going to preach about Jesus is coming soon. I said, ah, you want to preach about Jesus is coming soon? in a university? And the person said, yes. I said, do you really think the guy who cannot pay his school fees, who is broke, and cannot pay his rent, do you think that student give the monkeys right to is coming today or tomorrow? I said, why do you want to preach about disputable matters? So learn, to, learn, look at your congregation and serve them what they need to move on to the next level. Come on, say next level. Come on, say next level. That's what we're all here for. We just want the next level. That's what I'm here for. I'm still a brother, you know. I just want the next level. I don't want anybody judging me. I don't want anybody harassing me. I don't want anybody intimidating me. Just allow me be. Allow me be. And you allow others be. That's the church that God has brought us into. Amen. So we are not we are not all doing we are not all we are all in the same race but we are all on at different paces different phases, all right. And when you see your brother do one little thing that is encouraging, celebrate them, celebrate them, encourage them, motivate them, keep them in the faith, and then keep them going. Rise to your feet as we just prayed this morning. Let's thank God for all the, for what He has done, bringing us together. Just look around. This is just this is just the second service. And I want, to just, I want to just pray tonight, this morning, and just ask God, say, Lord, use me to do the work of the evangelist. Use me to do the work of the evangelist. Use me to do the work of the evangelist. Constantly adding people to the kingdom of God and pointing them to the cross. Come on, raise your voice and pray. Raise your voice and pray. Use me, oh Lord. Use me to add people to your kingdom. Use me, use me. Use me in the name of Jesus. Use me to add people to your kingdom in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We come together as a family. Father, we celebrate our differences, Father. We ask, oh God, that you use us to do the work of the evangelist, Father. Touch our hearts. Let us see the world through your eyes. Let us feel the world through your heart. In the name of Jesus, teach us, Holy Spirit, to put our differences aside, Father, and embrace the cross in the mighty name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the family is saying, Amen. Secondly, we are going to pray. And say, Lord, 
if unconsciously, un unconsciously, we have done something to turn people away from the cross, to turn people away from the way, as the Bible says. Also, just ask for forgiveness as a body. As a father, we stand, oh God, today. We, we repent, Father. And Father, Father, if we, if we have allowed our background, if we allowed our exposure, if we have allowed our knowledge to get the best of us, Father, today we ask for your forgiveness. In the name of Jesus, Father, we ask, oh God, that you touch our heart, Father. Turn our hearts back to you in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the family say, Amen. and the family say, Amen. please help me give your neighbor a warm hug and say, thank you, brother, for being here. Thank you, sister, for being here today. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. He said, do good to all men, especially those of the household of faith. Listen very carefully. If you find that, if you find that your brother is doing something wrong, pray for them. Pray for them. Correct them. Be a Lola to someone. Remember that character, Sister Lola? That's a Lola. You see how Sister Lola was talking to Sister Shade and Amber. I love Amber. Oh, man. So, you see how she say, hey, come, come, come. That's, 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 the, that's the heart of Jesus, right? Listen very carefully. Do not turn away from someone that you know in this house doing the wrong thing. Challenge them. Challenge them because it's not my heart. Anyone who judges people, who pulls people down, is not and supposed to be a member of this church. Challenge them like that, sister, and say, hey, this is not the spirit of the house. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about us at www.org gatewaychapel.org.uk Remember to subscribe so you'll never miss another message like this one. Be blessed!